Welcome, everyone, to the L7C podcast, college football edition. Today, we're going to be having a podcast we wouldn't think we'd have maybe in a long, long time. But we're going to be talking about a Buckeye loss to the Michigan Wolverines. That's right. The Buckeyes lost to the Michigan Wolverines in a shocking 42-27 to uh, defeat up there at Ann Arbor. When we break the game down, it's not as shocking as you would think if you've watched this team all year. Uh, we got the captain with us, Byron Mitchell. How are you doing today? I'm doing much better than I was Saturday. <laughs> That's <is for laughs> damn sure. <laughs> we also got our main man, Mr. Cedric Ware, hopping on for this Buckeye pod. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing all right, man. Can't complain. Byron, Cedric, let's just get right into the game. Ohio State went up to Ann Arbor this Saturday um, and lost 42-27. Uh, Byron, I'm going a, I'm to a let you go first. Go ahead, sir. Well, I want to start with the positives, but we should always start with the positives. Um, offensively, we did have some struggles, uh, but C.J. Stroud ended up uh, – having 34 for 49 for 394 yards, two touchdowns and zero interceptions. Uh, Trevion Anderson had 17 carries, 74 yards and a touchdown. My Williams, seven carries for 20 yards, no touchdown. Uh, Smith and Jigba, 11 for 127 yards, zero touchdowns, but he had a couple amazing catches. Um, so did Garrett Wilson, 10 for 119 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he had that beautiful first touchdown uh, for us, our first touchdown of the game. And then. Chris Olave went seven for 88. Um, no touchdowns, but he had also had some amazing catches. That's that's the positive from Ohio State. Uh, Michigan came to play. They pretty much beat us for four straight quarters. Um, Kate McNamara, 13 for 19 for 159 yards, zero touchdowns and an interception. Uh, Hassan Haskins, 28 carries, 169 yards. Five touchdowns. Um, Blake Borum has six for 67. Um, and then their other running back had one uh, for one. One carry for 14 yards and a touchdown. And the defense, their defense ended up having four sacks, a lot of tackle for losses, which we our defense zero had zero tackle for losses and zero sacks. Cedric, you want to add anything statistically before we dissect this game? Mm, very just like one thing to go with their defense is four sacks. CJ Shaw had negative 30 rushing yards, so it's yes. no surprise that, yeah, he was out there not just getting sacked, but we were getting smacked off, off the line. Oh, Cedric, I'll start with you. What the hell happened? Well, our defense showed back up from like week <laughs> one and two. I mean, they, they ran, they literally, our defensive front line got no push, didn't stop the run. Like Michigan, like Hassan Haskins is a good running back. I don't know if he's better than the grown-ass man, Walker II, in Michigan State. <laughs> but he, he ripped off yards. Like, I mean, 169 rushing yards, off 28 carries and five touchdowns. It was insane. Like, I really thought I was watching us play Oregon kind of again and kind of like Minnesota before Ibrahim got hurt. But it was just bad. Like, we had no push on the line. They, like almost every, even like every bad running play where he may have made a bad read on the hole, he still had like positive yards off of. So, it it was not good for us. And their defensive line was nasty that game. I don't know what type of communication was going on. It's just like no looks there. That, but it didn't seem like Stroud was holding on to the ball super long. I mean, there was maybe like a few plays here and there, but nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, he still had a solid game. He didn't have any turnovers, didn't throw any picks. So a lot of it just came down to us not being able to stop the run and Hassan running up and down the field on us. Byron, what do you got? Uh, 
basically same thing that Cedric said. Um, offensively, I'll add this: our line was not getting our offensive line was not getting the push they needed. Um, they had a lot of false starts, which is very unusual for the Ohio State line. Um, so in their trenches, we on offensively and defensively, we just weren't in sync with one another. Uh, we couldn't get defensive on our defensive line. We couldn't get a push on their offensive line. So their offensive line showed up. They just had a game plan and they executed it perfectly. They established a run early and just kept running it down our throats for four quarters. They ended up with 41 carries, 297 yards and six touchdowns. And that's all rushing. Like they didn't have one passing touchdown the whole entire game. All their touchdowns were off of rushing. And you would think, you know, after maybe one or two rushing touchdowns, you would, you know, hone in on the running backs. But our defense, coaches did not, or I don't know what was going on defensively, but we definitely look like the defense um, that we had the first three weeks of the season. Man, I was just looking. We had 10 penalties. We also had the ball more than them. Yes, mm-hmm. we did. We, um, if you would just tell someone casually on the street that Ohio State committed no turnovers, they had 458 total yards, add more possession, 31.48 to Michigan's 28.12, 23 first downs, you would think OSU stopped Michigan. You would think. But they didn't. I think also the craziest stat is, I know we all watched the game together. I mean, I wasn't nervous at halftime because it was 13-14. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Ohio State, they're going to get a couple quick scores. Michigan's not going to be able to catch up. When Michigan got the ball the second half, they scored on every possession. Yep. Yep. I think that's something that they scored on every possession that they had the ball. They scored four. The, the key to the game was the third quarter. Ohio State had zero points. Michigan had 14. Mm-hmm. Didn't kick a single field goal in nope. target. Nope. And Cedric, you're right with Haskins. He's okay. He's not Kenneth Walker. He's not going to be in New York for an Heisman, anything like that. And now we etched him into the lore of the Michigan-Ohio State rivalry with five mm-hmm. freaking touchdowns. Five. Didn't he tie? No, he broke the school record, their school record. Yeah, for the most. The rushing game. touchdowns. He didn't get, like, total touchdowns because I think Denard Robinson had five, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, and like, you're right, because this game was – if you watch the team all year, it was looking like they reverted back to what Oregon, like Oregon did to them. Shoot, mm-hmm. even what Tulsa was doing to them, um, Nebraska, they ran yeah. that ball, they mm-hmm. bullied that line, and we, we couldn't get anything. Like, we couldn't even get to the quarterback. He wasn't sacked. No. I mean, they only threw the ball 19 times, and that, that amazes me. But I guess if... And- <laughs> No saying if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I mean, mm-hmm. it was out here just like why we why throw the ball? We can just run it. I mean, it, like you said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like they were running on us <laughs> the entire game. We never never adjusted. It was like, they're a run heavy team. Mm-hmm. I'll yeah. that, like, they're, they're a run heavy team, but like normally that's why they lose, or that's why they <laughs> lost one game. Like. Or they have close games because their run game ain't going off. I don't know. I, I was really looking forward to the game. I thought we had like, – I was honestly thinking, like, hey, we after what we did with Michigan State, I'm not so worried about Michigan. Like, it'll be a good game because their defense is good. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. So two things with the Michigan State thing, because I said this last week. Michigan State should have took the ball first tried to score on their first possession, give their team confidence. What did Michigan do? Got the ball first, scored, gave their team confidence. Sometimes it's as simple as that. And with our, and also, uh, what you call it, Abdul Hutchinson, not Aiden Hutchinson, I'm sorry. He had 11 tackles. He was terrorizing us all day. It only mm-hmm. makes me fear if uh, Kavion would have played at Oregon against us. Oh, he probably would have had the same set. <laughs> DJ Stroud might have been knocked out for the season. <laughs> he he might have. Well, I will give it this, because like, that dude, Oregon's guy's a linebacker, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, Hudson plays on the line. He's a good DN. Like, 
he, he him 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 was a force and that was before the other guy i forget number 55 the other guy who's good he started burning like turning up a little bit near the end of the game but 97 dude that Hutchins is nasty it was it was terrible. it was sight to see they win they storm the field and we're not in the Big Ten Championship first time in five years. We're not uh, going to the Big Ten Championship. Now we're going to wait what bowl we'll be in. And it, it was tough to see because with the LSU fan base, some people are trying to blame CJ, which is crazy. Like, that game was not his fault at all. Um, he almost threw for 400 yards. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Like that was a whole that was a whole defensive meltdown. A meltdown defensively. <laughs> like we haven't. But then again, we've been saying on this pod that like is our defense really improving? Because we were having that spin where you're we getting the pick sixes against inferior teams. Mm-hmm. But when we play teams with close to our talent, we struggle. But then Michigan State, we just blitzed them out the wazoo. We were feeling good, and then Michigan's like. We're just going to muddy. Well, they didn't even muddy it up. They snowed it up because it was snowing up there. Yeah. And like uh, Cedric, you made the point too. You're talking, was this CJ Stroud's first time playing in snow? Yeah. He's from Cali. Cali Yeah, that's true. Which honestly, all things considered, like, granted, I mean, like, I don't know how big the schedules is as far as traveling. If you're in a really good program in a state, you may play like a team out of state. I know like the Herb Street Classic was a big thing for like Ohio high schools playing out of state competitions. But that's at the beginning of the season. Ain't nobody playing in December doing that. Like mm-hmm. that's playoff mode for most high school programs. So chance of him playing in the snow before getting to Ohio State, no. Like it's crazy to think about. So now we're sitting here. Uh, Michigan's going to the Big Ten Championship game. I know you everyone's seen what stuff they've been saying on Twitter and stuff about changes and all of that. Byron, what what do you want changed going into the offseason? I said this last year, and I'll say it again. We need new defensive coordinators. Like, the ones we have are just not getting it done. Like, we got embarrassed against Michigan. We got embarrassed against Oregon. We got embarrassed against Alabama. <laughs> so we need a lot of defensive changes in the offseason. Like, I don't know if that needs, like, position realignments or just cleaning house and getting new people. I don't know what that means, but we need, we need some big defensive changes. What is the last – I was thinking about the defense, too. And I know past couple of years we've been in the Boses and uh, – Chase Young defensive line, but where are the linebackers at? Uh, I think the last one I remember like being really goes like Chase Year. Yeah. We had a couple like through the years, like one every now and then, but like no, nothing like a dominant force like we used to have. Correct. Like, yeah, if you want to go, like, yeah, there's Chase Year who obviously went to the league. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, the old days, there were A.J. Hogg, Bobby Carpenter, Schlegel, Laronitis. Um, but now recently, our linebacker thing has not been, not been stellar at all. Uh, the back, the corners, who were split, we were trying to talk about were DBU, but... Sean Wade ruined that. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it's just, I, I didn't think our line was this soft. I didn't think our defense was this soft. They got bullied. I mean, it's like a trend. Like, we used to have, like, great defensive backs. It starts to like, tear down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Great linebackers start to tear down a little bit. We were coming mm-hmm. off, like, honestly, I mean, even with Chase Young just, just by himself, like, amazing history. Like, just an like, amazing defensive line. Of just like phenoms, just like everyone left and right. And it's like now it's like, well, so this is what it's like to be, I guess, like, okay. Like mm-hmm. you're still five, like you're still five star recruits and everything, but you're not like those guys. Like mm-hmm. ain't none of those, like, no offense to them. I know you work hard, but I don't see any of y'all going in the first round Agreed. of a draft. Like, so it is what it is. Like, 
So, Byron, you would want carry codes out. I mean, I say he should have been out last year. <laughs> they was like, oh, no, we'll keep him another year. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so, yes, He's I want carry his... codes gone. <laughs> He's coming for his job. <laughs> I remember we were sitting there. I was like, "Wait, is Harry Coombs one calling this game?" That was terrible. <laughs> Who's calling to play on the defense? And Byron's face, man. <laughs> I said that, and then lo and behold, I saw some other people on Twitter asking the same thing. Like, is Harry Coombs coaching this? Like, what's going on? <laughs> they let him out the box. They <laughs> took him out of timeout. Like, listen, man, we've been winning a, a little bit. We come out of timeout. Come down on the side. It's a rivalry game. Uh, yeah, I don't, man. Because, like Cedric said, you're coming for his job, but oh, do we get rid of him way. now, or do we wait a year, or why would we well, wait another year? <laughs> I don't know how close the guy is to his pension, Byron. Like, you know, it's, a, it's still a governmental job. You, you know, sure. Let's you. give him an, let's give him another year. Why not? I mean, he ain't got. We ain't saying he has to run the defense. Just he's employed. Yeah, he can stay employed. Just don't touch. Okay, the Byron. If we want to hire, so you want a defensive? Who are you going to go hire? Who do you want to hire? I mean, I know who I would want, but I know you want the guy from Notre Dame. He used to coach at. He used to coach uh, here, Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman. I mean, let's get Marcus Freeman. If he doesn't get the bad job, coach him at Notre Dame. To, how much you willing to pay? Uh, whatever. You got to be. Whatever Kerry Coombs makes, plus like. Hey, let me look at how much carrot comes make. I thought she was going to say double. I was say stop. <laughs> I was going to say double it. <laughs> Clemson plays their defensive coordinator two mil. And how he's much double? Brent Venables. <laughs> well, but Dabo, he, he makes some money now. <laughs> but Brent Venables might be going to go, which we'll talk about later. He might. He's a head coaching candidate for the uh, Oklahoma job. At least Rex Stoops. They're, I like that he's coming back to coach wait, one game. Carrot comes like $1.4 million. Oh, whoa. That means I mean, if you think about it, that makes kind of sense. How much money does Ryan Day make? Uh, I think four. Damn. So you got to pay Marcus Freeman at least two to three. You paying? For a better defense? Yes. <laughs> okay. Where are we getting this money? I would say we need to start. I'm tired of seeing the Twitter updates about five star recruits on offense. Can we get some five star recruits on defense, please? It's been yes. a minute. Who actually produce something? But let's let's talk about the other thing, man. Because we haven't lost to Michigan in ten years, and then you finally see. We already knew some of them were crazy, <laughs> but God, we have some crazy <laughs> Ohio State fans. Fire Ryan Day on Twitter. Are these people idiots? Yes. Yes. <laughs> symbols, and, yes. In a short but, answer, yes. Someone said, man, we were we were with some of them. And they're we like, were. man, Ryan Day chokes the big games like Urban. I'm like, huh? I'm like, huh? Where is this He's coming only from? <laughs> you know, I'll say this. That just shows, like, I guess how un- Unappreciative we've been in these like last five years with some of these yes, fans. Yes. Because like if you really think about it, like Jim Harbaugh literally was 0 for 5 out here. Like he was getting his ass stopped. Mm-hmm. And some Michigan fans are like, you know what? He's the best thing that still has happened to our program because we were fucking up out here. Like other coaches didn't know what they were doing with recruits. At mm-hmm. least he recruits good people. And they weren't even like sending like crazy amount of people to the league like that for them to say it. But shoot, he finally got his one. That's the one thing I will give him. They those fans stayed faithful to him, and they got mm-hmm. their one. And now that man will die a Wolverine coach. Like that's oh, yeah. what's going to happen. He's going to be like the Joe Pa of Michigan. Oh, I believe it. They said they got tired of eating out the trash can. They I said mean, they were fed up. You could tell that they really. Oh, they were released some were... anger during that game. <laughs> I mean, and it was in Ann Arbor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy because if you looked at the stands, it was mostly red. <laughs> well, that's also the fact like that, that last year's game didn't happen. So mm-hmm. that's why you saw all the red because motherfuckers was like, hey, we were supposed to be out here. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, like, uh, Byron, we got to talk about it. Uh, he was serious. He said, we're going to beat Ohio State or die trying. He really meant it. Hey, yep. At the beginning of the season, he said, we're going to beat our rivals or die trying. He didn't beat Michigan State. He said, all right. 
that's okay. I still got Ohio State. I'm going to throw everything at him. And he did. <laughs> yeah, basically, if we lose this, I'm not coming back to my office. I'm leaving. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it sat there. I was like, dang, are y'all going to fight back? No. Like, our offense was trying, but the defense is like, nah, we're just going to open up this hole for you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, like, man, we trying to, like, Harbaugh stay. <laughs> like, I just thought it was crazy. They're like, oh, yeah, we need a new hole to coach exam. I'm like, the thing is, like, so who are you going to hire? That's the thing. Like, they all willing to ask, for, like, new stuff, but they don't want to know what the replacements are like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I was so curious. Like, so Ryan Day is 33 and four. And I can tell you his four losses. Michigan, Clemson, Oregon, Alabama. I mean, those are top programs. I mean, at the time that we lost, they were all top yeah. five programs. Alabama, national championship. The Clemson game, which we should not have freaking lost. That yeah. was robbery on robbery on robbery. And that that was a fumble. No, it wasn't a football move. Sean Wade gets ejected for everything just went bad for us. Mm-hmm. Oregon, mm-hmm. In Oregon and Michigan, we just got bullied. You got bullied. I, I will oh, say this. Brian Day's first Big Ten loss, and people right. want him gone. Crazy. Crazy. I will say this in regards to you brought up the Clemson game. Those Michigan refs were on some bullshit. <laughs> there were a lot of <laughs> defensive pass interference on Michigan that was not called. There was mm-hmm. a ton of holds that was not called. Now, I'm not going to say I want their jobs, but they should get punished. They should get fined for that horrible officiating. I will say this. That one, the main ref, the umpire, my dude, anytime he was calling the penalty, he looked like he was in fear of his life. <laughs> like, I think he was in distress. I honestly think someone came up to him before the end was like, listen here. It's like, if you call more than four, five penalties on Michigan, I'm going to see you outside. And we going to jay your ass out here. Because my man looked like he was, uh, he was like scared to be calling like holding mm-hmm. on the Wolverines, passive appearance on the Wolverines. I was like, oh, sorry, brother. Like, someone will save you. They literally only called two penalties against Michigan. That was wild. I know one of them was a defensive pass interference, like in the fourth quarter. I forgot what Which was one obvious. Was. They do literally, <laughs> Wilson's jersey was over his shoulder pad. It's crazy. I also think it's crazy, too, how people talk about the play calling. Yeah, there were some times I had issues with the plays. But then, as where we were at, some people were like, man, throw it, CJ, keep throwing it more. Don't forget the run. We got the three best wide receivers. In the country, I'm like, well, if he starts dropping back all the time, and then when Hutchison comes at him and you smacks him, and then he throws a pick, y'all going to be like, man, why did CJ keep throwing the ball? We should have been running it more. No. <laughs> he, came, he came close one or two times, but it worked out. It worked out. I mean, he did have a rushing touchdown. was called back because of, you know, the holding. holding. The one time well, I mean, he scrambles, that, he To be fair, that, that, that defense literally just like said, they're like, what are you doing? Like, you know, this is going <laughs> back there, right? Like, it's like, we oh. ain't going to tackle this, man. It was so bad that on that play, the defense knew it's like, y'all know y'all can't stop us without holding. So we already know this is getting called back. Because y'all didn't hold us. CJ would have been 15 yards backwards. That, yeah. Well, there was one player who was like pointing back, like, it's going back. Y'all going back. Like, just, just, just walk with us. Here. It's crazy. Like, I, I was just like, yeah, Buckeye fans, calm down. Now, at least we went 10 and 2 regular season wise. So now we got some things to work on, which means they're going to be working hard in that offseason. I better see only defensive clips. I don't need to see CJ throwing the ball. You know, you're going to see CJ throwing the ball. I know. Right. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. This, my- this is my problem with Michigan now, too. Because obviously Harbaugh's talking now. Okay, you won. So we'll see you next. We'll see you next year in Columbus. We'll see all how that goes. Fans. That's going to be crazy in Columbus. But oh, yeah. it's the fact that Michigan and for the people who wanted Michigan to be like super good, now you feel pain. Michigan ended our chance to go to the Big Ten Championship. Probably ended up, I'm going to say, he ended our chance to go to the playoffs. Ended C.J. Stroud's Heisman campaign. Y'all want to, I mean... I was cool with Michigan being decent, but y'all wanted them to, you wanted to feel pain again. There you go. There you go. Some of our people in our own messages, I, you know who you are. You wanted pain again. Here you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. 
I mean, I, for one, I didn't want this. I don't know. <laughs> I just I was, wanted us to win. Absolutely. Right. Had to, I'm just saying, like, we had to win out. Like, whether Michigan was good or not didn't matter. We had to win out. Like, Correct. Was, like at the point when they start releasing those rankings, like, you can't lose a game. Mm-hmm. And not perfect. us, at least. Like, like we ain't SEC school. We ain't got, like, seven, eight chances at, like, ranked teams <laughs> like that. Like, Perfect segue, Cedric, to the playoff rankings that came out. Georgia, number one, finished 12-0 regular season. Michigan jumps all the way to number two in the man, Michigan, number two in the country at 11 and one. Alabama, uh, 11 and one. They should be 11 and they should be 10 and two. Auburn, you're terrible. Honestly, it should be nine and three, but well, no that's talking you. like that. Like, but yeah. I'm gonna go 10. Auburn, you're <laughs> terrible. You should have finished that game off. And Cincinnati at four, they both they finished 12 and 0. Cincinnati and Georgia, the only teams to finish the regular season 12 and 0. Number five, Oklahoma State, 11 and one. Number six, Notre Dame, 11 and one. Buckeyes, uh, 10 and two. Uh, Mississippi, 10 and two at number eight. Baylor, 10 and two at nine. Oregon, 10 and two at 10. So we're going into championship weekend this weekend. Georgia plays Alabama. Michigan is playing, where's Iowa? Number 13, Iowa. Cincinnati is playing Houston, number 21, who's 11 and 1. Oh, Jesus. And Oklahoma State is playing 10 and 2 Baylor. So, Byer, what do you want to happen? Because we're going to have to probably actually talk sometime Sunday because that'll be the final rankings. What do you want to happen? Um, <laughs> everything has changed since Ohio State has lost. I still want Georgia to be Alabama. Yeah. Uh, just to let, you know, some more teams mm-hmm. uh, outside the SEC in the playoffs. I am mm-hmm. going to root for Michigan because oh. only chance for the Big Ten to be in the playoffs. So, okay. Go blue. Of course, oh. I want Cincinnati to win. Yes. Yeah, uh, and I guess. If Notre Dame makes it, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, Oklahoma State, if they beat Baylor, they're probably going to be in. That's true. Or uh, Oklahoma State, either or Notre Dame or Oklahoma State, that's fine. Are any of y'all buying into the... That's why I hate Ohio State fans sometimes. <laughs> oh, if all these people still lose, we can still get in. Ain't no effing way. Ain't no. Unless there were two losses. Right. <laughs> we're not Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> That, I know if Alabama loses, they put them in over us. I mean, yeah, they're going to be ranked above us. I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> because they go like in their argument, they lost to the number one team in the nation. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Alabama's a, They are crazy. They're like, man. If, I saw some LSU fans saying, if Michigan, shit, Patrick was one of them. If Michigan loses, Alabama loses, Cincinnati loses, can we get in? I'm like, ow. You gotta have to explain that to me, because Oklahoma, Notre Dame, will go. we ain't gonna be ranked ahead of Alabama. You crazy, right? There's what will be their second loss of the season mm-hmm. to Georgia. I mean, the only yeah. team Georgia's a hundred percent in, no matter what. Yeah, yep. even if they lose to Alabama, there's yeah, still yeah they'll be one or four. Yeah, which I don't want them four. to lose to Alabama. I don't want that on my conscience, man. Just knock them <laughs> out. Take them out. <laughs> But, you know, this real yeah, look at these rankings. I'm like, this wild. I don't even know if, because we don't even play this week. Oregon gets revenge. If Oregon gets revenge on Utah and wins the Pac-12 championship, they have two losses. They'll probably jump us. Probably, because of the head-to-head win. Mm-hmm. Baylor would jump us if they win the big uh, 12. They're right behind us. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. y'all, they're crazy. There ain't no way. You there's, need everyone to no like yeah, you need everyone to forfeit and not show up. <laughs> Even if we did make the playoffs by some magical way, I don't know if I want us in there with our defense. I have now seen with our offensive and defensive lines. I do not. I All that talk about playing Georgia, not anymore. No. Mm-mm. I don't want to play that Georgia defense. No. Mm-mm. They're only giving up six points a game. Right. <laughs> Which... 
Cedric that's Beer. why I can't wait for them to play Alabama because that's going to be a good game. Saturday. Saturday. But, you know, if Notre Dame makes it in, they might. They don't even have a coach. So <laughs> let's talk about this crazy shit that happened. So <laughs> first, let's start off with the one I'm actually kind of mad. At. I'm not mad, but. Yeah, yeah, Lincoln Riley? yeah, let's start off with Lincoln. Cedric, you were with me. We were watching Oklahoma. We were watching Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. You went to sleep. I sat there, watched the whole game. Dude said, they asked him, he's like, are you going to LSU? He straight up said, I ain't going to LSU. Saturday (laughs) night, that game ended at 11.45 p.m. 11.45 p.m. You come in Sunday. Lincoln Riley (laughs) takes the USC job. Huh? What? (laughs) In his, de- said, in, the, in his defense, they didn't ask the right question. They didn't ask him about USC, but everyone thought he was going to LSU. He started said, I ain't taking that job. But then this man, at nighttime after the game, accepted the – that's wild. That, that's unbelievable. I bet he was happy for that question. Are you going – when he heard, are you going, at first his, his heart was pounding fast. And they're like, LSU was like, ooh, ooh. Nah, I ain't going to LSU. <laughs> I ain't going to tell no lie to y'all. I'm not going to Louisiana. <laughs> this man really after the... He was even talking to... He's like, yeah, it was tough to make that decision after just coming off that game. The game you played 15 minutes ago? I feel like this had to have been a done deal. Like, I feel like either mm-hmm. way, if they had He was a offered one, it for sure. He had yeah, to have been like, offered it before. Like, they ain't going to call you right after the game. Yo, we saw you just lost. You want this job? Uh, right. <laughs> I feel like either way, if Oklahoma had a one, I feel like he still would have said, yeah, I'm taking that Oklahoma USC Oklahoma would have won. They could have been in the playoffs. They could have. <laughs> no, he would have still took the job. He just wouldn't have said anything until after the playoffs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild stuff. Like, this is crazy. And it's a fact, but He didn't want no smoke. <laughs> one, he didn't want to go to the SEC. That's just fact. He did not want to go against Thanks. Nick Saban every year. That's fact. So yeah, two, no smoke. Oklahoma, y'all didn't talk to your coach about going to the SEC? Obviously not, because he said, he said, y'all going to the SEC. I'm going to California. <laughs> going to the Pac-12. I mean, he did straight <laughs> swerve them because it's like coaching job in the SEC. Oh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And three, it- <laughs> it's not the fact that Lincoln went. Lincoln Riley took his whole staff. You know, that's love, though. That is love. But Oklahoma has no staff. <laughs> like, that is wild. That is, that's love, though. Like, that's real. And that may be the reason. Maybe that was a nail-biter. Maybe, maybe maybe Lincoln Raleigh said, you know what? The only way I'm coming to South Carolina is if my crew comes with me. And maybe USC was like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. And then they called him like, hey, you know what? Yeah, bring your boys. We got room for all of y'all. Byron, you have up his rumored contract. I heard about that USC is going to pay for his houses in Oklahoma and his house in California, which is wild to me. And he gets the private jet access, whatever he wants. I mean, it don't it don't surprise me too much. People were paying for their kids to go to that school off false SAT scores and shit. I don't think they're afraid to spend some money. Like that contract, if it's truly real, that that's gonna be the wildest thing I've ever seen. Talk about, oh yeah, you buying our house here, our house <laughs> there, we get the jet. That is so wild, bro. USC said, all right, <laughs> if that's what it takes. <laughs> I'm Dude, the house find- in Oklahoma ain't even the one I'm worried about. It's the fact that this man is not gonna buy no smaller house. California. His man gonna try to live lavish. He oh. going to Cali with his whole squad. Here, here's the rumor. The rumor was 110 million. God damn. USC buy both his homes in Norman for five hundred thousand dollars over the asking price. So he would get a million dollar bonus in that. And then they they are mandatory to buy Lincoln Riley a six million dollar home in L.A. and unlimited use of the private jet twenty four seven for the family 
Bro, that shit can't be real. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> All of that is on top of the $110 million? Yes! Yes. <laughs> it is... <laughs> It we can't see be Lincoln, real, listen, bro. Lincoln's probably going to be in the news. Lincoln's probably going to be in the news. Just give it a year. Like, this man ain't going to survive with all that. This man going to fuck up him or his family going to be out here partying on the private jet. Some crazy ass shit going to happen. He going to get caught up in the life because he's living like a celebrity. He true Hollywood now. That's <laughs> <laughs> you imagine, like, if you, like, I agree with y'all. It was in the works, but he shouldn't have announced that game. But he was like, yeah, y'all got to buy me a $6 million house. Not just That's, a house, a six million dollar house. Yeah, there's no Minimum. way that was the last bit. That was planned, right? <laughs> they said buy him a six. No, pay five hundred thousand dollars above the asking price. Man, if I was a home, if I was trying to buy, I try to buy Lincoln Riley's house right now. <laughs> like, oh, you mean tell me you gonna give me half a million dollars more than what I'm asking for? Oh, run that, right? That's the craziest thing I've ever heard. And the fact too, it announces Sunday. He was on the jet Monday. Didn't even say goodbye to a scene. That is so oh, disrespectful. Bruh, bruh, he making hundreds of million dollars. <laughs> He's six million dollars on top of that for the house. Five hundred thousand dollars on his house. Ain't he get the private jet whenever he wants? The private jet pick him up. Yep. Hey man, the yeah. Oh yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you. The best you may get is a Zoom call. He may Zoom your. <laughs> Well, Isaiah Thomas, California. <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, a defensive uh, player at Oklahoma, where USC football tweeted a quote from Lincoln Riley on Kyle and Kyle Hurst today. He's like, this is going to be the mecca of college football. Isaiah Thomas said, yeah, he told us that last week. You saw what he did to us. He left. <laughs> like, my man Lincoln really hopping on the plane, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. Like, I thought that was wild. And then it's even wilder because Oklahoma has no staff. So they had to go to retired Bob Stoops to come coach their bowl game. That is. And he's still ins- doing big new kickoff this Saturday. <laughs> so he's going to be like, he's you know, have to bring his own. I wonder, I wonder if they're going to talk about it because I know they're going to ask Bob about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know they're going to ask Bob about it. I wonder what if Bob's going to talk shit because that's his chance. Because Lincoln gone, that was his protege. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. a newscast. It don't matter what the fuck I say, Lincoln. You ain't gonna say shit to me. Like we could throw this. He's like, I could throw some salt. Like this is, and then you want to talk about crazy stuff. We thought that was cool. Notre Dame talked about <laughs> Brian Kelly said he was not leaving. For Notre Dame for LSU, unless they paid him 200 million. This is an article from Sports Illustrated, November 20th, 2021, 10 days ago. Brian Kelly will return to Notre Dame next season despite speculation. This was all reported. Yesterday, he said, Oh no, I ain't coming back. I'm going to LSU <laughs> out of nowhere <laughs> for 95 million. 95 million. But there's incentives. So let me, and Notre Dame can get into the playoffs. Brian Kelly is wild, bro. Because I know, remember, he did this at USC. I mean, UC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where they're about to make a bowl game, and he dipped and said, oh, y'all can coach your own bowl game. <laughs> Look, man, it's, it's Advent, man. That's all it is. He ain't trying to go to all the masses no more. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Kelly's going to go out there track, man. You go to LSU to coach again, save it. First of all, this ain't Indiana mass. Brian Kelly, I don't know if your stomach is good enough to eat that gumbo. You're going to Louisiana. <laughs> You're going to have to eat that Southern cooking. I don't know, though. My man was starting to kill kids, so I think he good. <laughs> I, think he built, I think he built right for the SEC. I thought like he was going to kill these boys. I was like, damn, dog, it's only like the third game of the week of the season. What you doing? <laughs> It's the fact, too, he came back Tuesday, today, met with the team for 11 minutes, then left, <laughs> then went to LSU. Bro, the fact that these coaches just left and they were recruiting kids. Now the kids are like, damn, you ain't going to that school? All right. F that school. I'm coming with y'all. That's crazy to me. 
This man, Brian Kelly, had the nerve to send a text. Now, I didn't want y'all to find out through the media. Bro, it's 2021. If you didn't want him to find out through the media, you could have told them first. Yeah, he definitely should have told his players first instead of texting them after the fact. <laughs> and these niggas were watching All American. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Where they acting out here? Coaches leaving left and right. They've been watching All American. Shout out to our guy Adam, man. I, don't, I haven't gotten to the episode yet, but I know you in there somewhere. Like they really said, this man was going to be back in Notre Dame ten days ago. They are number six in the college football playoffs. If Cincinnati and Alabama, if one, if two of these three teams lose, Notre Dame is going to be in the playoffs. Yes, and he said, "Nah, I'm out." And if Notre Dame won the national championship, he's like, y'all going to run me my ring? No. I would be like, oh, nah, bro. <laughs> Were you here for the full season? No, you good. But Oklahoma, <laughs> I don't feel bad for Oklahoma because, like the people said on Twitter, they're like, man, we wish we would have gotten noticed. We didn't know he was leaving. I was like, damn. Just like y'all just snuck out to the uh, SEC? Like y'all did the conference? Y'all never should have went. L7C told y'all, don't go there just for money. Now you have no coach. Now you're about to have no players, and you're about to go there and be the next freaking Arkansas poo version. I wonder if Spencer Rattler's going to go to uh, USC. They just got a five-star quarterback commit today. Oh, that, uh, well, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Spencer. I don't know where you're going. <laughs> Spencer Rattler could go to, he could go to uh, Penn State. He could. Who Penn State just Clifford. lost their defensive coordinator. He's going to be the coach of Virginia Tech. I saw that. I saw that. They, Man. Oklahoma can't hire Mark Stoops, the younger brother of Bob. Kentucky just gave him an extension. Yep. Did Spencer ain't going to USC. Lincoln left because of Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Nick, you were supposed to be the Mecca. You out here fucking up. We got to go. That's crazy. Like Heisman favorite at the beginning of the year now to in the transfer portal. What a year for Spencer Rattler. <laughs> he was, he was, shout out to Evan Debo. He was right about Spencer. From the beginning of the year, he never liked him. Yeah. But what the, I don't know who coaches at Oklahoma now. I don't know who coaches at Northern Dame. I, I Cincinnati. I mean, obviously, Northern Dame's showing up to Luke Fickle's house as we speak. Spencer Rattler is like that Dr. Pepper commercial I saw when one dude Rico was going through the transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> you guys need a kicker? No, I got Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, man. Like, it, it's, it's crazy. I can't wait to see Championship Saturday because we'll be back to talk about the final rankings. And then the next Buckeye pod will be after we do the rankings of the playoffs. Because also announced the New Year's Six Bowl, which we could be in the New Year's. To be honest, we might have a rematch with Oregon. We could go to the Rose Bowl. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want that, though. Because he's healthy now. That's true. That's true. And shoot, like, it's a lot to be said, man. So we'll be back. We'll be back and figure it out. We got to talk about those final rankings on Sunday. It's weird because every year in the group message, we talk about if Ohio State's in and when we're not in, some of us to tell the truth, like, yeah, bro, we ain't making it in. And others like, oh, we won the Big Ten title. I was like, bro, our name don't start with an A and don't end in a Bama. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> <sighs> Man, what's it like to be an Alabama fan knowing you're going to get in the playoffs every year? <laughs> as long as you do, as long as you do what you need to do. And don't Dude, lose like Nick, three times. Does Nick Saban have access to their private jet whenever he wants? That's actually Probably. a good question. I don't I know what his contract's like because Lincoln Riley, you cool, but you ain't Nick Saban cool. Like, <laughs> so if I'm Nick Saban, I see this nigga Lincoln Riley out here, people buying his houses. I'm like, hold on a minute now. I look at start looking at those Bama trustees, like, hold on a minute now. Y'all better recognize some things up in here. Bro, it's a fact. It said him and his family members have 24 access. Right. How old is his kids? Oh, that's a good Because that's the worry right there. Good old, old Alpha Sigma need to start some risk management planning right there. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if his kids are illegal drinking age, oh, dear God. 
Right. I already know that wife. That wife's about to act out in LA. It's it's different. <laughs> he may be the new Urban. I'm not gonna lie. Huh? He may be the new Urban. He may get caught. Oh, no. Hey, Urban Myers said he didn't want no college coaching job. That 30 minutes later, report says Urban's looking at college jobs. You just can't trust head coaches who say I'm not doing it. <laughs> I mean, Urban misses college. You saw he was getting twerked at his. Oh no! <laughs> Back where he's the man. Bro, it's a fact. Mike Tomlin said there ain't no check big enough for no booster to get me to go to college. Well, you didn't know they were offering the private jet. I wonder if he would have changed his mind. And they buy your houses? Exactly. I was say, and they buying houses. Right. <laughs> over the asking price. Your contract. <laughs> Are you making $110 million? That's all for the money. That's for you to do your regular job. But we're giving you a check. We buying your house, and we buying your new house, and it's a six hundred six million dollar minimum house. I don't. I know the housing market probably ain't great in L.A. or in California in general, but six million dollars is a lot of fucking money. Yes, minimum, minimum. <laughs> I wonder where, where where Brian Kelly gonna stay at the beignet spot? Like where his house at? You might get a nice house. Not six million. Well, not six million. million. You know. Bro, I would have told you. That's what it was. You got to ask, like, what does Country Boy know to get him six million dollar (laughs) house? I would have told him to get out. Like, the fact is, like, oh, what's going to take you to get here? You got to buy both my houses over 500K. So I get a million from that. And you got to buy me a six million dollar house. I would have told him to leave. Chip UCLA is out for Chip Kelly a bungalow. <laughs> it's like you want an escape from the embarrassment of being in the NFL. Come on down here, man. We know you can't get back to Oregon, but we'll get you close enough. <laughs> it's crazy too, because Lincoln Riley had that nice home, that nice uh, which one called honeymoon phase that first couple years. But if that defense starts being food like Oklahoma, they're gonna be like, hey, you gotta, we ain't paying for your house like this no more. Shit, I don't even know if that team's good now. They're not. They're four and seven this year. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he really left a ten and two job to go to a four and seven job. That is... Well, he thinks he's going to run the Pac twelve for the next ten years. He did it for the amenities, guys. Like he ain't do it. He ain't like he did it for the amenities. Oklahoma wasn't going to pay this man one hundred ten million dollars. That yeah. <laughs> they were going to buy him a six million dollar minimum house. They sure as hell wasn't giving him and his family access to the private jet. Like, shit, how many years is this contract? I think nine to ten. Shit, for ten years, you could be mediocre and still live the life. The thing is, too, I, I think most of it's guaranteed money. Damn, you got that, man, that damn Phil Jackson contract. <laughs> <laughs> I need the official contract out because if it's worse, I, I man. We might have to take a hiatus. We might have to go to Norm and be like, "I, man, Lincoln, let me get on that jet. Let me have the real interview. Man, <laughs> that's when we got to find some youngins. Like, you got daughters? Get us on the jet. Like, we just want to fly it one place. I just want to go one place. It's the Brazilian back. I promise. <laughs> I won't be long. The private jet. That's is crazy. This man really. Oh, let me read you his quotes before we. Before we go, it was tough, especially coming off a game like that where our guys battled and played their hearts out. So much love for that team, those kids, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I was thankful I got the chance to do it, a chance to do it in person, Riley said, before turning his attention to his new job, USC. The history and tradition is one of the greatest college football pros of all time. The city, the mecca of sports right here in Los Angeles. You can feel the energy and passion. You can feel these people are serious about doing anything and everything possible. Lincoln Riley was 55 and 10 in his five years as a coach at Oklahoma. 55 and 10. He said, I'm leaving. Because they didn't offer him that money. Just like those people who are saying Ryan Day shouldn't get. See, that's what you don't want that to happen to us. <laughs> Ryan Day just took the My home. man said, <laughs> it, it was hard leaving them boys. <laughs> But this money is calling my name. <laughs> my man talking about the people in LA really were serious about sports. Yeah. They used to kill niggas out there. <laughs> if you 
If you a bad coach, you fucking up the squad. Uh-uh. You go. And then you better watch some of these movies. You better watch Straight Outta Compton. You better talk to Al <laughs> when the Raiders went boo-boo. You better well, talk to some of these people. Guys, anything else before we end this podcast? I, I, I don't have nothing. I mean, like I said, Michigan, if you you know want to be the top dog in the <clears throat> Big Ten, go win that Big Ten championship and then go to the playoffs. Show us something. I ain't even gonna talk shit. Y'all niggas won. Okay. Well, y'all ain't even gotta win shit now. Because I know, I know no matter what, they lose. Every Michigan fan, well, at least we still beat Ohio State. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, all I gotta say is what I said earlier. Y'all want to know what OSU losing to Michigan pain is like again? Here you go. How they denied us of everything. I mean, we denied ourselves to what being soft as cookie cutter, Carmen, Charmin, anything that's soft. Our line was that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, cookies, cookie cutters. I was like, okay, the toilet paper. I was like, hold on. Anything that's soft, that's what we were. And now we got 300 something days to play them again. And you think that you think, huh? You thought Ryan Day was focused to get revenge on Clemson? Y'all gonna see something next year. Hmm. Did all our receivers coming back? Why yeah. not one of them? Probably not. We got Njigba coming back for sure. For sure. Marvin Harrison Jr. son's finally gonna get some playing time. Mm-hmm. Didn't that Williams kid from Alabama come back? We got a spot for him. Uh, uh, he left Williams. here. <laughs> see, no. He left here because he couldn't get on the field. He goes to Alabama. And now he's regarded as one of the top three receivers. Get the hell out of here. That's just because he had the Alabama on his chest. Scrub ass. But, <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to cap. That nigga can play. Oh, he can play, but it, yeah. it's the fact he left here because he wasn't getting playing time. Hey, he's the only one who did it better than Tate Martell. Tate Martell left and ain't getting no tick. Oh, uh, yeah, we got it. Well, no, we brought it. Thank you, everyone, for listening <laughs> to L7C Podcast. Y'all take care. We'll be back to talk about the final four rankings in the next coming days. Thank you for listening to this episode of the L7C Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe to the channel. Follow us on all social media platforms, and we'll be talking to you guys soon. Take care.